Have you ever noticed that little voice inside of you, that, uh, that, that thing that just keeps going and going, talking, talking? It mightn't be your voice. It could be other people's voices. It could be your mom or your dad or your school teacher. That's that internal static. It's that internal noise. And let's have a look at what it is that does serve us within that noise and does not serve us within that noise. This is a place where those who suspect they're innately wise, brilliant and powerful come to learn how to transform their lives. One cognition, one realisation and one blinding flash of the obvious at a time. We are the innovators, the record breakers, the world makers and creators of all kinds. We supersede the suppressive worldview of mass ignorance and awaken the strength within. We are waking up to our innate secrets. My name is Dr. Mark Postles and welcome to the Innate Secrets Podcast. So the noise that we have within us, the, the static uh, that happens almost 24-7. I mean, you know, dream state is a whole different thing, but let's talk about the conscious awakened state uh, and look at what it is uh, that helps us and hinders us within that, uh, that noise that we have. Now, this is when we're looking at interactions between ourselves and other people, there's obviously two considerations. It's our noise and it's their noise. And uh, for, probably from, a, from a, a primary position, let's just have a look at our noise, our own noise. Uh, but bear in mind that our own noise then uh, stops us from uh, getting other people's communication and uh, is, a, is a major filter. So within that then, uh, we have, I would suggest, a threshold, a noise threshold. And that is that we have the ability to deal with the static uh, up to a certain point. And then beyond that, it affects our effectiveness significantly. Now, it's not that it doesn't affect our effectiveness below that threshold. But for the most part, we we need noise in order to to. Um, function properly. We need to have an internal dialogue um, from past experiences and, and things that have worked in the past and maybe things that haven't worked in the past so that it allows us to um, to circumvent that in our current experience. So that's the that's quadrant two functioning for us and that's what we have within this um, low-level noise. Now, if there's a high-level noise, so when it reaches that threshold and it bubbles over, that's what we're defining in this in this conversation. It's uh, what happens when the noise becomes greater than the surrounding environment. And that is, I suggest, a state when we go into uh, a devolving position on life. We start to down spiral. So let's just have a look at what it is that causes uh, these uh, the static build-up, this, this uh, activity internally that stops us from being present when it reaches that threshold. So firstly, obviously there's, there's negative thoughts. I mean, there, there are thoughts we haven't filtered, we haven't visited, um, maybe false beliefs, uh, ideas about life that are no longer true, and maybe they were true at some stage. And so it's not to invalidate the past. However, when we cast our mind back to the past, we've, we realize that we've made decisions based on uh, certain events with the information we had uh, at our disposal at that point in time. 
Now, that information uh, may have been quite complete as, say, a two-year-old, but uh, as a you know, person in their 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, that is no longer, uh, the two-year-old behavior is no longer complete. The, there's been uh, more water under the bridge since then, and we've made more distinctions about life. So when someone came at us, maybe as a two-year-old, and threatened us, um, we we went in survival pattern and created a response to that. So we carry that response, and if something similar comes along, it's very rare that we'll actually go for new information immediately. We'll probably just go back and play that old information, that old behavior. And hence we develop pathways. And, and this is what the innate model recognizes, that these pathways actually create our identity. They create um, who we perceive ourselves to be. So that's the that's the the origins. And I'm just using one example here, but uh, I'm sure you and, and, uh, and I certainly can remember uh, consciously some of the things that have occurred in the past that I've made decisions upon, which now on reflection, as I, as I if I go to do them or I have a prejudice around them, uh, I realize that, hey, this is no longer useful. This is not, not necessarily something I need to run again at this point in time. And so there can be a conscious override that starts to happen. So the the negative events, or the, the events were perceived to be negative, um, the, the the things that we perceive to be missing, the things that we uh, perceive to be uh, have been true, but they're no longer true, um, the beliefs that we've taken on board, the cultural ideas uh, that we've taken on board, these are, these are all... Um, uh, things that can add to our internal static that can add to the um, the the noise that we have within us that, that doesn't allow us to be totally present with the um, you know with, with what's going on or what another person's saying or what we're saying even to another person or what we're doing a job that we're doing uh, because we've got so much internal chatter now as I said before when it gets to that threshold and exceeds the threshold then uh, we have to dissipate energy and so uh, there's a, you know, we're sort of like a closed system in that, in that context. Uh, when we have a certain belief structure and someone violates that belief structure, you know, we, we have a belief structure that it's really important to be on time and someone else uh, may not have that belief structure or they may have it and they, they inadvertently get held up and so they don't show up on the, on the appointed time and then we blow our top. What's that all about? You know, why, why would we get um, perturbed? I mean, sure, there's, there's maybe an inconvenience to us and maybe there's some opportunities that we, we're not, we're not uh, acknowledging, but we, we go ballistic. We have a yelling, screaming match or we dis, uh, disassociate from that person. So what, what's the story there with a, with a, uh, an act of someone that was not a criminally intended act. It was not a you know a, an act that was vindictive against us. It's simply an act, and we have a meaning to it, and we go um, silly about it. So, and and I'm sure that you've uh, experienced that within yourself, and maybe every day that happens. So, so that's a that's a, a compilation of things that have come from the past. Now, current um, pressures also create this um, static. So the workload that we have at, the, at this point in time, the, the thousands of emails sitting in the email box, I'm looking at my email box right at the moment, um, these, are, these are phenomena that uh, at some level or another, uh, unless you have a, a really nice way of processing this, uh, probably does create some noise, probably create some angst, some, maybe the, the look at your schedule and it's like, how am I going to even fit in a, a cup of tea in this schedule? You know, um, what, what are you doing with your workload that is creating this internal noise? What about the people around you who 
um, have taken on positions or roles or jobs uh, that you uh, have assigned to them and they're not getting done, you know, that things are out of your control. Now, another area would be uh, your physical health. You know, are you getting... Um, uh, pain? Are you doing doing symptoms and diseases? Are you on drugs and medication? Uh, are you are you looking at a, a situation where your body is not as well functioning as it, as it should be or it could be? Um, is, are you getting enough water? That's a huge one. You know, are you hydrated enough? And so that that leads then to uh, when we do, when we we become disconnected from ourselves because of this noise. We have to get away from things. So we'll tend to lash out and, as I said before, you know, tend to go out uh, and yell at people and tell people and be, you know, be outwardly uh, reactive. Um, and that's a devolving state. We tend to devolve. A quadrant one devolves into a quadrant four in the negative. Um, the quadrant four devolves into a quadrant three in the negative. The quadrant three devolves into a quadrant two in the negative, and the quadrant two into a one. Now we go through that more in more detail in other, some other uh, locations and in both podcasts and within the book and within courses. And it's quite a, a it's a very useful area to be aware of. But the the point is is that you, we do have this behaviour and we can change this behavior. So if you notice that you're being pressed, your buttons are being pressed by uh, silly things, stupid things, maybe in your char uh, your characterization of it could be silly people and stupid people. Uh, it's not necessarily so. All people are beautiful and they just do things that may be not useful sometimes. Anyway, there's, that's for a discussion another time. So the question must be, what is it that eases this uh, this load? What is it that allows us to quieten down? Because it's pretty clear that we're more effective, we're more efficient, uh, we have better relationships, we uh, have a greater income, uh, we get more joy out of life if we can be working within that threshold of that load, that, that static load, that load of noise that's, that's within us. So, um, there's obviously a number of different ways in which this can be approached. But some of the things would obviously be um, making sure your hydration is good and it's it's well, um, you're getting well nourished as far as water goes, and also your, your foods because um, you know it's well documented that um, high simple carbohydrates and sugars and so forth will will create um, irritation to your ability to to have good balanced brain function. Uh, there'll be highs and lows associated with that. So making sure your diet is good, um, making sure that you have a way of regulating yourself. Of, of when you feel that load coming on, when you you know there could be a time of the of the day or the week or the month where you get under pressure, you know that the workload's building up. And so what plans do you have in place to get that sorted so that you can have leverage there? And this is a generalized discussion over this whole month actually around leverage. Um, what What is it that you can do to put in place something that is going to reduce the load for you? Um, exercise is a great dissipation of stress and I, I, I certainly make sure that I get to the gym at least twice a week and uh, have a good long walk, usually a game of golf, uh, which actually is for me is a very, very long walk, so I go zigzagging along the course. But anyway, um, that's a that's a, a process uh, that I certainly employ to uh, dissipate some of this internal chatter. Uh, meditation is absolutely imperative in my opinion. So making sure that you have times, uh, whatever your favored form of meditation is, it could be in, in deep contemplation or prayer, uh, it could be in a guided meditation, 
it could be reciting a mantra, whatever it is, uh, make sure that you've got some uh, meditative time uh, on a daily basis, I, I would suggest. And then, of course, affirmations are a, a great way of reaffirming uh, the, uh, the ideal you, the ideal situation, the ideal world. So making sure that you've got an affirmative viewpoint on life, that that you see the possibilities, that you entertain what's good, you're, you're focusing what's good, and, and anything that, that clouds that, then just get out, get rid of it. You know, don't watch the six o'clock news, and and don't go and watch those scary movies or the you know, or the the dramas and and weird programs that that the, they serve to the public. You know, be selective. Go and and select your your videos or select your uh, channels to watch on YouTube and fill your mind with mental food that is supportive of uh, a beautiful magnificent existence because this is the innate secret you know it's like we have it all within us and just allow it to come out and don't pollute it you know there's there's a, a threshold that we get to where we go into a not me antisocial almost criminal behavior uh, when we get um, above that threshold and that's where the internal chatter and the internal noise which is um, is, a, is the result of an external generated source so trust the internal source be allow that internal source to be at peace and to resonate in a quiet and gentle way and enjoy your life from that that special point of uh, being being uh, appreciative of your innate wisdom within let us show you how to fire your brain in ways that serve you so that you can be confident, connected, and bring joy and passion into what you do every day. Get a free copy of my book, The Innate Model. Go to theinnatemodel.com forward slash free book.